Hello and welcome to another episode of What's Brewing, CISFA? What's Brewing, CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. Dana Yarbrough, our co-host, and my fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College is off on assignment today. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to still inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So let's get started with the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing CISFA. Let's start the show off with our first cup. Whatever you're filling up over there. Uh, I'll say that I'm just drinking sparkling water because I'm taping this show relatively late on Monday night instead of Tuesday morning uh, because my Tuesday is just too jam-packed. And that's part of the reason Dana is off on assignment. I didn't want to call her in and try to do a a Zoom call-in to do the show taping this late on a Monday. Uh, So I told her she can have the night and tomorrow morning off. But yes, uh, it's a busy time this week as we are in another week of a CISFA executive board meeting. So between Monday and Tuesday, we have a two-day meeting. They usually are about half days when we're doing it virtually as we are, you know, we're doing it virtually as opposed to being in person. When we're in person, it usually would be a full Monday and at least a half a day on a Tuesday, but it's gone pretty quickly so far. But I do have that in the morning, so I, there's no way I could have figured out how to tape, get to campus, get on the call for our CISFA exec board meeting, and I'm double booked on doing a presentation on financial aid for some people here in California, again, by Zoom. So here we are taping on Monday night for our Tuesday episode. But what's been new? Well, we're going to still get to quite a bit of news today. But before we do, let's talk about some news outside of financial aid. Just last week, one of my favorite teams, the Milwaukee Bucks, as I'm from the Midwest, did win the NBA championship against the Phoenix Suns. And I have to say they did a really good job. They did it with class. I think if you read stuff from Giannis, their uh, MVP player, you'll talk about how, and again, he knows his talent level and how he's grown, how truly he could have had options to just leave the team. Little old Milwaukee, small market team, and maybe go to another team and be a, a super team. And we know there's plenty of those teams out there and teams that try to build themselves a super team to get to the championship and win. But he did it, as he said, the hard way. And in some ways, I think that's great because like any professional sports, we truly want healthy competition in a league where not just big major markets have a chance at winning a championship. So I have to really say, well done there. Um, well done overall. And I think it's good for the NBA this way. Having Phoenix in two, a team that is a big market, but still on the smaller side, having them there was really great. One last thing about athletics before we move on. Uh, it's not my idea to, but it kind of is. 
if you have access, I believe on Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports One, Fox Sports Two, etc. Uh, there's a new league out there called Athletes Unlimited. It's women's professional sports, and it's ones that you might not otherwise get to see, uh, including uh, professional lacrosse. Uh, I like that game. It's a very interesting, exciting game. Um, but again, professional athletes, a whole new concept. It's small but growing, so check it out if you find it. Athletes Unlimited. Beyond that, there's not a whole lot else to talk about. The weekend was uneventful here for me. Uh, a mix of work and work and a little time away from work. And, of course, watching my poor Dodgers uh, take it on the chin for too many games. So let's get ourselves right back into the news, and that's what today is about. So the first art, the first item I have is kind of a long one, and maybe we'll talk quite a bit about this because it's things that could happen, things that are going on right now. Coming from Politico, the website, they talk about how Congress is looking to pass a budget reg- resolution by August and the budget resolution will include potentially a number of items related to higher education and financial aid. And here's just a few of them that are coming up. Well, the first one is free community college. So if you didn't know, the Biden administration has made free community college a cornerstone of their legislative agenda. So a reconciliation bill is likely to be modeled on the America's College Promise Act, which is co-sponsored by the chairs of the House and, House and Senate Education Committees. How this all plays out and what does free community college mean? We'll have to see what they can uh, budget for and what they can get passed because uh, there's a lot of different proposals on how we address this. Is it free tuition? Is it uh, beyond that and more financial aid? We'll see. Uh, they have another thing in there about universal pre-K, and this would be something to offer free preschool for three, three and four-year-olds. Uh, and this would be uh, a pretty big expansion of, of a federal benefit for students before they even get into kindergarten. But on the financial aid front, there's talk about boosting the Pell Grant. And so there's some tentative agreement among some Senate Democrats on this, on the budget committee, that includes Pell Grant funding, but it's not really sure how big that increase would be. I guess the uh, Biden administration has proposed a total of an $1,800 increase of the Pell Grant um, as a down payment towards their campaign promise to double the Pell Grant at some point. And that's the big news out there right now. Another thing, we are looking at potentially funding for the historically... um, Historically Black Colleges and Universities. And so there's a framework here calling for funding for minority-serving institutions and historically black colleges. Um, Again, there is funding already, but this would be an increase in funding to really make some impetus and some movement here. Uh, There isn't an agreement yet on what the funding will look like or how much it will be, but keep an eye out on that as this affects a number of schools, 100-plus schools across the U.S., now, of course, along with this, they're in the reconciliation and the budget process at the federal government. There will probably be the talk about how do we fit dreamers into all of this. You know, so we really want to watch that reconciliation package as it takes shape on whether 
you know, undocumented immigrants, generally students who were brought to the country as kids, um, fit into all these proposals. Everything from potentially uh, DACA and what might change about DACA, or possibly even getting federal student aid eligibility. Right now, our DREAMers and our DACA students are not, are not eligible for federal student aid. Here in California, it's a different story on state aid, as we've had the California Dream Act application form created a number of years ago, specifically for our what we call AB 540 students to apply for state financial aid, including the fee waiver at the community colleges and the Cal Grant program, among other state aid programs. So we'll see if there's a push on the federal front uh, to add to that. Also in the higher education world, uh, from all this stuff, it comes workforce training funding. Now, this is something the Biden administration has pitched to have $100 billion for workforce training. Uh, but there's not really clear, you know, how much of that's going to end up in this Democratic proposal. Because, again, it's, it's money. Um, and so they have to decide how much they can really put forth on this. Uh, there are some Democrats looking at a lower number, apparently, about $30 billion, um, which may be able to pass through uh, both houses. Something I had not heard quite a bit about, but this is interesting, expanded Social Security benefits for college students. So there are a couple senators pushing to expand Social Security benefits for college students in this reconciliation package. This would be for raising the cutoff age for children receiving Social Security assistance from 19 up to 26 who are at least enrolled half time. Uh, so that'd be an interesting take on getting money to students who probably have a high need financially and otherwise uh, some additional assistance in their life. Lastly, on the front here in the Politico uh, article, school infrastructure money. So apparently president has proposed $100 billion to build or repair new public schools across the country. Um, now, this item did not make it into the bipartisan infrastructure framework that was set up and agreed to by the White House and Senate negotiators. Um, so it's unclear how much of that money may end up in the final reconciliation package. And really what I'd like to know is, is this K through 12 or potentially higher education where it could be universities being able to access some of that money. If you want to know more about this, as this is a, a developing story as far as um, this reconciliation process and budget passing, check out more at the Politico website. I'll put a link in our show notes for everyone. Moving on to some other news here in the state of California. The week of October 18th through the 22nd will be the fifth annual Undocumented Student Action Week. You can find out the latest news on how California community colleges offer access and opportunity to undocumented students seeking a higher education. So how many students might this be? Well, if you go by numbers that I found on the system office website, over 70,000 students every year. So you'll find out more as we get closer to October by checking out the link in our show notes to the California Community Colleges, Chancellor's Office website, and the webpage they have devoted to undocumented students. Let's do one more news item about uh, from here in California before we hit our break time. 
the I Can Afford College website, ran by the California Community College System Office, is evolving finally. So the new website at a new address is the I Can Go to College dot com website. And this website's not have is not going to have information just about financial aid, but also include information about career education and transfer programs. This is a big step forward as the state system office looks to capture interested students or soon to be students who are looking to go to community college in the state. The website is up and running, but you can expect things to improve and evolve over time. If you want more information on this, I suggest go right out to the website. I can go to college.com. I'll put a link in our show notes for everybody just so you can check that out and see. And if you're interested or you know people who might be interested in going to community college, learn more about us. But until then, let's take a little musical break here and move into a few more news items here on our show. And just like that, we're back for our second cup here on the What's Brewing Seats for Show. Pour yourself a little uh, top off of your drink there, and we're going to move on to some other news items here for the day. Uh, now, I know many of you are ardent fans of CISFA, but have you also thought about our next-door neighbor, CASFA? If you haven't, but you think you'd like to get involved, now is the time. CASFA recently sent out their first salvo or email, I should say, looking for nominations for their executive council. CASFA, or the California Association of Student Financial Aid Administrators, is the statewide organization for financial aid professionals at all post-secondary schools across the state. So this would include our University of California system, the Cal State system, private colleges, proprietary colleges, and of course, the California Community Colleges. Heck, if you didn't know, our 2021-2022 CISFA president, Anna Faye Robinson, just happened to be serving as CASFA president a little over a year ago. So if you're interested in serving your fellow financial aid folks, check out the nominations form on the CASFA website. I'll put a link in our show notes to help you along. You know, keep in mind the nominations are due by August 3rd. Let's give one last freebie to our CASFA friends. If you've been to a CASFA conference in the past and wondered, how can I share my knowledge with my financial aid friends? Well, guess what? CASFA is looking for session ideas for their fall conference right now. So I've done this a couple times myself, presenting on how to be a better presenter and make better presentations. I know we have many, many talented people out there who can present, so don't be afraid. Have a topic that you're well-versed in, or maybe you don't, but maybe you have a friend out there in the field you'd like to co-present with at a conference, or maybe you want the, the bigger challenge of you've got a topic you're interested in but you're not fully versed on it, but you're willing to do a little bit of legwork, learn more, and put together a presentation. I know people can do it, 
And again, it's giving back to your fellow financial aid professionals from all the different segments. So however you slice it, if you're interested, please check out the link to the CASFA session proposal form that I'll put in our show notes. Everybody, uh, this isn't the hardest thing you'll ever do, but I think you'll find it to be one of the most rewarding. Now, I don't have any training items to put out there as I normally would with Dana, as Dana would normally make sure we have all the different free training opportunities in our news. But like any other news also, uh, it wouldn't be the news without giving our uh, the big dog in our field a little bit of free publicity. So NASFA, our National Association of Student Financial Aid Administrators, recently announced the availability of their 2021-2022 PNP Builder. That's the Policies and Procedures Builder. It's a tool they developed to help member schools build out and maintain their financial aid policies and procedures. This is one of those things that I keep looking at and wanting to use as my school is a NASA member, uh, as I think it would really save me some time, my staff some time, creating, maintaining, and using it on a regular basis. But, and here's the irony to all of this, me and my staff at this time, and I've yet to find that time during the year where we have enough extra time to dive in and start using the PNP Builder. If only there was some kind of magic uh, genie bottle with a genie inside willing to grant me at least one wish um, uh, for someone else to do this for me, maybe I could get it done. But that might be a lot to ask, so I'll have to maybe just give up some free time or have one of my staff members do so so that we can get a project like this off the ground. And again, it's the long-term savings. Once you've built it, uh, it'll be easier to re, you know, update on a year-to-year basis. Anyways, don't let my circumstances hold you back from getting on board with the NASFA PNP Builder. If you want to know more, check out the link in our show notes to the PNP Builder starting page where you can learn more about the product and how to use it and how to build your own policy and procedures online. This is all I really have for news today. Again, it's a short news day and a shorter program due to timing. So we're going to give you a little bit of music and move ourselves into our last sip segment. And as promised, we are moving ourselves right into our last sip segment. Hopefully you had very small cups to drink from as I've had you refill at least once and get ourselves to our last sip segment. So in our last sip, we normally do some I dare you twos and I do have one for everyone today. Uh, And this is um, from somebody I've met and worked with briefly many years ago. Uh, We have a local Los Angeles treasure here, Barry Kibrick. So Barry Kibrick had worked for years with KLCS, which is the local public access type of station associated with the LA Unified School District, the K-12 system. Well, um, pre-pandemic, he decided to end his long-term show on uh, 
on KLCS called Between the Lines, and he would have on extremely famous people, uh, actors, actresses, a lot of writers on a lot of nonfiction, fiction, you name it. He had just a, a wide number of celebrities and very smart people on his show. And he would sit down for 30 minutes or so and talk about their book or their thoughts on life, philosophies on life. And when he left that, he's done some other things in between during this pandemic to reconnect with people. But what I really like to have seen right now is Mr. Kibrick is, in a sense, relaunching Between the Lines as a podcast. So I, it's a great thing for anybody. You don't have to be in Los Angeles, anywhere across the state. He's a great uh, interviewer. He really likes to delve into topics about how to make the best of ourselves in our lives. If you want to know more, find out more about his podcast, please check him out at barrykibrick.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-K-I-B-R-I-C-K.com. Barry Kibrick. I'll put a link to his website in our show notes for everybody, because I think this is a real great podcast beyond the one that I'm doing right now for you uh, to check out. So that's about all I have time for today on the show. Not that that should hold you up, uh, but we'll always have another episode. I'm hoping to have an interview uh, this coming Friday and have Dana, my co-host, join us again. So I want to thank you, our audience, for tuning in here on the What's Brewing Seas for Show, and I hope you'll tune in for our future episodes. If you have something to say or you want to have, or you have some topics you want us to discuss, please email us at wbcsfa at gmail.com. As always, you can find this and all What's Brewing Seas for Podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app, on your Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing CISFA is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration between me and Dana. This has been episode number 109, recorded the night of Monday, July 26th, 2021. Hopefully everyone have a good day and have a great week.